Did you know I've um, I found out what Art's costume was made out of? Art the clown. I know what his costume was made out of. No, what do you it's, mean made out of? Well, the the, the material it was made out of. I know what it was made of. It was made of polyester. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, man! Come on. <laughs> yeah. Get a little bit of gasoline. I'm gonna make it burn. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it burn. Let's go. You are now listening to the You Run podcast. The only horror movie review podcast completely run and controlled, not by me and Mark, your hosts, but by you, our listeners. Hey, Scoob, we're on the radio, bro. You want to die tonight? Zoinks. <laughs> you choose the movies. You score them. You review them. You do it all. Because after all, this is not our show. This is your show. That's your number one fan, Mr. Man. It's not perfect. It has its problems. The You Run Podcast. It was just weird. I don't know. It gets like a weird vibe. The You Run Podcast. Bitch, you better not forget about me. Don't you ever forget about me. Hey, this is Naomi Grossman, best known as Pepper from American Horror Story. Hi, it's Imitation Dave. Uh, buddy, 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 you son of a bitch. Just make sure you fucking listen. This was fucking incredible. He's the one you need to blame. Get a little bit of gasoline. Hello, welcome to the You Run podcast. My name is Scott. My name is Mark. And we're your hosts. And each week we're going to drag you kicking and screaming through the movie that you have chosen for review. Um, that is very, very true today because Mark is going to be dragging me through this episode. Um, <laughs> Uh, this week is a very special week for the You Run podcast. This is officially a year. We've now been on the air for over a year. Um, today, you have chosen for to celebrate our year's anniversary, uh, Terrifier from 2016. Um, but before we talk about that... It's that time of the week. It's time for Mark. A recommended account. My recommended account for this week is Kevin from Twin Pines Video. So Kevin is a digital artist, filmmaker, a VHS collector, um, and his, his Instagram account's incredible. If you haven't followed Twin Pine Videos, and I strongly recommend you do immediately, this guy does some amazing stuff with his videotape collection by making photoshopped artwork, usually centered around what the VHS is. So you'll find you'll have a Ninja Turtles episode where he's got the VHS of the Ninja Turtles and it's in the subway or in the sewers, etc. It's really great. He does a lot of cool stuff and he's someone that I've followed ever since I started Instagram. And I think I'd like to help him grow his page. And if this is one way of doing it, please take the time, search him, give him a like, give him a follow, and show him some love. Sounds, sounds good to me. Um, I, I don't think I follow him either. No, well, you should. He's great. Yeah, he does a I, lot of cool stuff. Okay, cool. Well, th- that's what I'm going to do when we finish recording this. Okay, not for nothing, but that's the nicest thing a guy has done for you all night. Seriously? It's Halloween night. A masked, silent killer hunts teens while sneaking and walking slowly. Um, no, it's not that movie. What's wrong? I'm fine. Why? 
keep looking over your shoulder? What if that guy did this to your car? What guy? The clown? knows this is your car. He saw us getting into it earlier. Hey! Handsome! Cut it out! My friend wants your Did number! I kill you! Look, that guy was harmless. He's just some douchebag in a costume acting like a retard because it's Halloween. Uh, that was the trailer for Terrifier. Um, this movie starts with us looking at uh, an old beat-up TV. Um, this is the world's smallest TV as well, by the way. <laughs> you see how small that thing was? Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not a big TV. This is the TV you had in your bedroom when you were, like, 15. Yeah. The, the, yeah. It was like your nan's old hand-me-down TV that had made its way to you and you felt important because you could watch TV in bed. <laughs> I don't know. You're a lot older than I am. So. <laughs> Out. Ouch. <laughs> anyway, getting away from my age, um, we see uh, an interview with a sole survivor of the Miles County Massacre. Um, the prosthetics here for her disfigured face just made me think of Jim Henson Studios and the Muppets. Oh, Really? That's all that went through my head. As soon as she came on the screen, I went, Elmo. <laughs> I didn't get that at all. <laughs> I, 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 I did. I, I, I'll be honest. I didn't think it looked that great. Um, while they're having the interview, we also see Art the Clown. We, we get to meet Art the Clown as he's putting on his makeup and he's getting ready for his, effectively, his night on the town. So he's getting his tools, his weapons, uh, and he's putting it all in a big bin bag. And he's got scalpels and all sorts of knives and all the other stuff he puts in there. Um, yeah, I mean, on... this is very reminiscent of the introduction to A Nightmare on Elm Street. It's very similar, the way he's crafting his glove and all the rest of it. He's, he's sort of putting his arsenal together, if you will. Yeah, the, the only difference is Art the Clown throws it all in a bin bag. And that is the yeah. strongest bin bag in the world. It holds a scalpel <laughs> and doesn't tear. What the fuck? Yeah. yeah, it definitely is. And I want to touch up on this again later on. It's something that I feel we're going to need to touch up. So if I forget, remind me once we get to the end to come back to the open because I have uh, something I need to ask. Okay, no, that's fine. I, I've got lots of I've got lots of notes on the bin bag in particular, so I'm sure we're going to cover it. <laughs> yeah, no, mine isn't bin bag related. This is <laughs> this is story related. It actually serves a purpose. Okay, well, so does my bin bag facts. You, you're you're poo pooing it before I've got there. Uh, <laughs> um, so the interview continues with the uh, Miles County massacre survivor. Uh, after the interview, the interviewer. Uh, is in her dressing room and she's talking to, I think it's her boyfriend on the phone, and she's not very nice about the lady with the disfigured face. Um, yes. And the lady then jumps out from her closet and gouges her eyes out. 
Yeah. Um, I thought this looked great. Did you? I mean, you're no. back in the practical effects already. I thought it looked fantastic. Really? I, I really yeah. didn't. It, it, I, I'm going to hate on a lot of the practical effects in this because I thought a lot of them looked... They look like what they are. They're budget practical effects. I mean, this looked like someone was mushing their hands into j- just some rubber that was filled with blood to me. It, yeah. I don't... I, it, See, that's one thing I need to say as a disclaimer about me. This is the kind of stuff I love. Like, the cheaper, nastier, the better for me. I think it looks fantastic. And I actively seek this kind of stuff out. I mean, <laughs> love Hotel Inferno. And that is, that is the lowest grade you can get in terms of practical effects. And I could eat that up all day long. So, for me, I actually really enjoyed this a lot. Yeah, I, I didn't. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, we now get to meet the, um, the the two main characters. We get to meet uh, Tara and Dawn, who are two pissed girls. Um, yeah. <laughs> basically, they, they've been out on the lash. Um, yeah. They get back to their car and uh, Dawn is insistent on drink driving. Uh, Tara convinces her not to and instead let's, says, let's go and get some some food. Um, yes. While they're having this debate of whether she should drive or not, they spot Art the Clown uh, stood there like Santa with his bin bag over his back, um, and he just stares at them. And yeah. as a character, he's really unsettling. He's he's not he's not pleasant to watch at all. He has such an awkward eeriness about him. The way he. I mean, he's obviously a silent character. He doesn't say anything and, and he can convey so much without even speaking, just literally by being awkward in every situation he's in. It's, it's, yeah. it's maddening. I think the actor's really good. The actor who plays Art the Clown is, is fantastic. Yes, well, this is actually a different actor because Terrifier is sort of like a spin-off moulding of the anthology series All Hallows Eve, which is where he first started. So he was in that as... Sort of like the overarching character that tied all the anthology stories together, if you will. And he was played by a different character in in those films. So in here, he's being replaced by Howard David Thornton. Yeah. Um, in comparison to the two, there's not really much different, if I'm honest with you. I think the prosthetics look slightly different in All Hallows Eve just due to the, the shape of his face. And I think he's a bit bigger build than what... Thornton is in this. Yeah, but th- Thornton, Thornton does a, a really good job. A really oh, good yeah. job. Um, yeah. So the, the girls sort of give him a bit of shit and Dawn's like, hi, hi, my friend really likes you. Um, and then when they're arguing about that, he disappears. Um, so they go off to get pizza. They get in the, the pizza parlour. They, they sit down, they're waiting for their pizza. Um, and in struts Art the Clown and leads into possibly my favourite scene in the whole movie. Art the Clown in the pizzeria is genius. Yes, I like this a lot. So good. He sits there and just stares and stares and smiles and waves. And then Dawn gets up and goes, I've fucking had enough of this. Goes and sits on his lap and kind of like manhandles him around to take a couple of selfies. And not once does he look away from Tara the whole time this is happening. No, no. And then Dawn goes back and sits down and goes, oh, you've done really well. We've already got eight likes. I was like, that's great. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've all been out on the town and there are girls like Dawn. They exist. Those girls are real. That's a real yeah. portrayal of a drunk lady. I have met my fair share of them. Yeah, they definitely yeah. are. There. They get the given their pizza. 
Art the Clown goes to the toilet and then quickly gets ejected for smearing his shit all over the walls in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's foul as well. And I mean, he does this He does this in, in All Hallows Eve. It's something that they brought over. I don't know why they're insistent on him doing this in bathrooms. No, it's, it's, not, it's not good. And, and again, that's something that drunk people do. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Art's drunk in this. <laughs> uh, no, he's he's got some issues. I'm not sure if he's drunk, but he's definitely got some serious serious issues. Yeah. After they've had their pizza, they go back to the car. Uh, they both sobered up now. Tara, in fact, no, I've missed something. Uh, Art the clown gets uh, goes to the before he smears shit on the walls. He goes to one of the toy machines and gets a toy ring and gifts it to to Tara. Yes, he does. It's like a sort of a, a proposal kind of thing, if you will. Yeah, a creepy mime proposal, um, yeah. which, which she doesn't really have a choice but to accept. Um, <laughs> but, but anyway, they go back to the car. They're, they're sat in the car, uh, or they get to the car, and the tyres have been slashed. Tara calls her sister to get a lift home. Um, and, and we basically, we leave those characters and we go back to the pizza parlour. Um, in the pizza parlour, you've got the, one of the staff members has just finished cleaning Art's handiwork up in the toilet. He walks out into the kitchen and the tone of the movie flipped on its head in a second. Yes, 100%. And it, it just takes a very, very swift turn. And it was at this point that I knew exactly what I was getting myself in for, I think. Yeah, that this was the point because I've seen I saw this when it first came out and I was a bit like, nah, it's, it's OK, um, but I forgot all about it. It's been a long time since I watched this on this rewatch. I was like, fuck, I forgot all about this. Um, yeah. So he walks out and he discovers the manager's severed head, which has had the eyes and the mouth cut like a pumpkin. And there's like bits of a wick sticking out and it's burning like a pumpkin. Yeah, and I immediately was like, oh, they've just written that off to Halloween 2018. And then I realised this came out first. And I was like, oh no, Halloween 2018 has ripped off Terrifier. It, uh, Halloween 2018 done it better. Do you think? I thought yeah. it was great. <laughs> well, and I'm we, a Halloween fan. I'm a Halloween fan and I'm diehard Halloween, but I thought this looked fantastic, uh, by the way. This did look good. I'll, I'll give you that. This did look good, but I do prefer it in Halloween. Um as the guy starts to freak out, Art appears. Um, and the guy does something quite sensible. He runs for his life and tries to get out of the building. He doesn't. He can't get out. All the doors are locked. So he reaches for the phone uh, and loses his half of his hand to a cleaver. Which yeah. this effect was awesome. Yeah, I, yeah. I love okay. this. It's not very often in films where I like turn around and go, "Oh shit!" But I genuinely was like. Oh shit! When this yeah. happened, <laughs> yeah, and, and the guy sort of screams. Art pushes him to the ground, and this is where it took one step too far for me. This is where it slipped into the the torture porn genre that I don't like. As Art the Clown repeatedly stabbed him in the face for an uncomfortably long amount of time. Yeah, no, I still liked it. I'm still on board at this point. I'm still very much yes. This is fantastic. No, this for me, this is where it started. Not falling apart, but this is where I've gone, oh, you've gone a bit too far. Just a couple. All I needed to see was his hand, but you don't. You see the face and the knife going in and out of the face. and It's just, it's gore for gore's sake at this point. Yeah, and I mean, I think, if I remember rightly, don't quote me on this fact, but I'm pretty sure the director 
also does the practical effects. Yes, because I does. remember one of them. Yeah, I remember it being one of my main talking points from All Hallows, even saying it was like a, it was almost like a showcase, if you will, to show what he was capable of. And I feel like in this film, he's almost taken that to the next level, and he's been like, right, I've got a budget. What can I spend it on? I don't, yeah, I'm just going to rinse it all on practical effects and try and make this look as gory and as brutal as I can. Yeah, yeah, and he, he, I think he goes overboard with it, but it's his personal preference. I, I'm I'm not a huge fan of the whole torture porn over the top. Gore, I'm which... not either. I'm not either. And I think if it's done right, it's good. And I feel like when it's done in, in films like this, where it's so low quality and so B-movie-ish, I kind of enjoy it because I can appreciate the artistry that's gone into it. I feel like when it's done on a big Hollywood budget and it's so realistic, that's when it turns me off. But when I can, when I know that there's a level of serious artwork gone into creating a certain scene like this, it, it's something that I do appreciate compared to most of us. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, you, you're, you're still definitely... on it, are you? No, you're on your own <laughs> on this one. Um, back at the car with um, Tara and Dawn. Uh, they're now sat in the car and waiting for their, their lift. And they're discussing whether it was Art the Clown who slashed their tyres and whether he might be potentially dangerous. And at this point, I went, you two are fucking stupid. Of course he's potentially dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be hanging about in that car. I'd be up and gone. I would be on foot getting the hell out of there. Close, uh, as far away as I possibly could. Yeah, and I'm not being funny. A sister could come and pick her up. The other option, go and get in a cab and get your sister to pay for it. Or pay yeah. for it yourself or whatever. But you don't. You know there's a clown who's potentially slashed your tyre, but you're going to sit there and wait for him. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> um, Tara needs the toilet. And there's a man stood outside the, the building that they're conveniently stranded outside uh this we find out is mike the exterminator and he lets her in while waiting for tara to come back uh, dawn switches on the radio of the car and she hears the news report about the killings in the pizzeria and the description that they give matches art the clown as she's about to freak out art the clown gets in the car we get our first sort of major on screen kill i know the pizza guy took it pretty early on but this was more more of an actual horror film scare kind of thing, if you will, the way he appears from behind her. Yeah, and yeah, he, he does. And yeah, I, I liked it. This was the right level for me. I, I liked this. Yeah. This was very stereotypical what I expect in this sort of horror movie. I, I liked this. I, I, yeah. yeah, I did. Back in the building, Mark has stuck. Mark? You you weren't there. You didn't start spraying for bugs. I don't think <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, Mike starts spraying for bugs um, uh, while Tara's going to the toilet, and she gets lost. I don't know how, because she go. You see her go in, turn right into the toilet, and then she comes out and some in, somehow ends up in the basement. It's like I two- was very confused by this as well. I don't know what kind of portal she went through in that bathroom. <laughs> yeah, it's literally you see her walk in the front door, turn right into the toilet. And Mike goes upstairs. And then when she comes out, she comes out and turns left and then she's in the basement. I was like, where are you going? You walk yeah, past is, the door. There's a lot of clunky editing in this film, I'll be honest. And, and some scenes don't transition well at all, really, compared to how they should do it. It just seems to sort of cut new scene, cut different scene, different location. Yeah as if the characters have just appeared there out of nowhere. And it's, it's one of the more lazy elements of this production, I think. Yeah, um, but when she's down in the basement, we meet a very strange lady uh, holding what I thought initially was a baby, but it's not, it's a, it's a doll. 
Um, and she's basically saying to Tara, oh, it's so nice. We've got new residents. So you're going to be my neighbor. Can we do our laundry together? And Tara's like, uh, yeah, that sounds great. I- I'm just going to go and speak to the landlord because my rent is due. <laughs> she's like, I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um, that lady, I, d- I don't know who played the lady in the basement, but I thought she was brilliant. Yeah, I think her and the pizza guy earlier on are definitely the strongest cast members in this whole thing. Yeah, she, she is by far the strongest character, and I wish they'd used her more. Yeah, she does feel quite underutilised, really, considering what else is going on around them. But from here, we're still moving at a fairly slow pace. and Literally, from this next scene onwards, this movie travels at about a million miles an hour. So. Tara's walking out and she spots Art the Clown. And instantly he starts chasing her and stabs her in the leg. Instantly. No pause, no hesitation. It's like, you, you, you're dead. No. <laughs> but she runs off to find Mike. So she goes up the stairs, but Mike's got his headphones on. He's, he's spraying for bugs. Um, and just as she's about to get to Mike, uh, Art the Clown grabs her from behind and stabs her in the neck with the dirtiest syringe I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah, this immediately made me feel uncomfortable, not because of the act, just at how uncleanliness it was. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, I, I'm not a clean freak by any state of the imagination, but that was like, oh no. Yeah. No, uh, if it was me, I think I'd rather he'd just cut my head off there and then. Because you're getting tetanus and God knows what else from that that needle. (laughs) Tara wakes up tied to a chair or duct taped to a chair. um, And Art the Clown is delightfully, silently threatening her with, again, the rustiest, dirtiest hacksaw in the world. She's screaming um, and Art the Clown backs off. And I was like, oh, maybe he's going to show a bit of mercy. Uh, And he pulls back a curtain uh, where Dawn is revealed, uh, tied upside down in a just a thong and nothing else (laughs) Um, and i'm gonna say it dawn had a nice pair of boobs (laughs) the the actress had a nice pair of boobs i understand the director's decision to get them out yeah but you see gravity is working in the opposite direction so depending on which way she stood up it might look very different this is very true upside down (laughs) her boobs looked very pert <laughs> um, that's my pervy bit done for the day. <laughs> what happens next is the most horrific scene I've ever seen in a movie ever, by far. Yeah, this is wildly outrageous. Uh, I didn't see this coming at all, and not to the level that it showed on screen either. No, so Art rips her pants off, and then with the rusty horrifically dirty hacksaw cuts her from well from in between her legs right the way down almost to the top of her head so she now looks like the letter v and you see every single cut yeah it's done very well though i mean the the effects work on it are are pretty impressive are you going to bash these as well or did you think this one looks all right no this this one looks really good um the one criticism i have is I use hacksaws for work, as I know you do. There is no way in a million years that hacksaw would have done that without snapping that blade. No, I I just think not in the time frame he did it in either. No. (laughs) It was through in seconds. It's almost if it was cutting through with a lightsaber. I mean, this thing 
He's not <laughs> cutting through that. I can spend hours back and forth cutting wood with that thing, a metal, let alone a human body. So I know for a fact that it is very uh, impractical, yeah. if you will. And it's it, it genuinely, it's a very disturbing scene. If you are upset by strong levels of violence and strong levels of violence to 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 women do not watch this movie yeah i mean i feel like this scene in particular was sort of another one of those ones where it was done purposefully to try and push the limits of what this film could get away with yeah yeah and Um, i'm surprised this got past the certification board with as much shown as it did do you think there's a little bit more leniency when it's going straight to streaming services do you think possibly Possibly, it's not going for a public cinematic release. I mean, you wouldn't. I don't think you'd have seen this on the big screen anywhere. No, well, I, I don't know. I don't know what the plans for Terrifier too, because there is another one coming. So maybe that's going to the big screen. Who knows? Yeah, it was supposed to be coming out at the beginning of the year, and I think it was just announced recently that it's coming out in October now. So we're going to get it Halloween time, along with ends. Yeah. Halloween ends. Yeah. Um, it, again, yeah. Well, we'll we'll see. I I think it's quite clear to the listeners, I will not be rushing to see it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a crowdfunded thing anyway. I know he's had to ask for a lot of money in order to finish. I think what he stated on his last Kickstarter was, we've run out of money, we want the final scene, closing act, to be as big and as loud as we can possibly make it be. Everybody give us your money so we can do that. So I can't see it getting a cinematic release. It's obviously going to be going straight to streaming somewhere, possibly Shudder again. Um, Yeah is where we'll probably find it in October. From here, we get Tara's escape. Um, so while she's watching her friend be viciously mutilated, um, she managed to break her restraints, uh, stab Art, and make a run for it. Art starts looking for her, and she done what I've been screaming at people to do for in every horror film when someone's chasing him. Uh, she jumps out from behind him, and beats the life out of him with a big piece of wood. But then she stops and tells him to get up. Of course she does. It's horror films. There'd be no plot if she just ended him there and then. <laughs> yeah, but after watching that scene, I would have been quite happy if she'd have ended him there. And then. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was it. Roll credits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for my, thank you for seeing my movie. <laughs> um, but she te- tempts him to get up. And then he done something that I did not see coming. He stands up, takes a gun out of his sock and shoots her. I fucking hated this. I could <laughs> not stand this. And I just don't feel like this has any place in a slasher film whatsoever. If it's as simple as getting out a gun, we would not have any of the films that we have today. And I was just royally, royally felt cheated by this. I didn't like it. I'll be honest, I did laugh. I was like, oh, well, okay. That's, that's, you're, <laughs> where'd you go from there? Um, but, but they escalated quite quickly. So he shoots her once, then shoots her twice more and runs out of bullets. He she's still go- alive at this point. Yeah, she, she's not dead at this point. Um, he then kind of makes a I'm annoyed motion because he, he doesn't speak he doesn't make noises and ventures off back to his black bin bag full of toys to reload which i thought just showed a, a whole new level of sadistic that i've not seen in another film no uh, at no point does michael myers go uh, saying that in halloween kills michael myers did test about 35 knives in the old man's back yeah yeah, my opinion's massively changed on that film. We'll save this for another day, I think. <laughs> yeah. <okay. laughs> um, 
while Art is retrieving things from his bag, uh, Tara's sister arrives and she texts the phone that Art now has. And, and Art basically replies going, oh, yeah, the Dawn's being sick. Come round back. Um, after sending the text message, Art takes a selfie with the split in two Dawn and returns to Tara, uh, shooting her multiple times in the face. Yeah, no, literally no remorse. No, I thought she was going to be the final girl. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I, I had invested some. I thought she was great as well. I mean, her acting was a little bit wonky. and She looked like a bit of a knockoff Sydney Prescott. But apart yeah. from that, she 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 was great. I was invested in her and, and I thought she was doing well. She made some of the right calls like you would expect people to make in a horror film. And I don't know, I just I just felt cheated at this point. I just thought yeah. like so he, he's used a gun and he killed who you thought was going to be the final girl. I'm with you here. I was a bit like, well, fuck you then. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then, and then all of a sudden, that's it. Everything just changes, and we're on a new plot path. And I'm like, again, yeah, I just wasted 45 minutes up until this point, expecting her to be the main character, and now that's done, and you're expecting me to take it in a completely different de- direction. And I, I don't know if this still warrants that kind of bold move, if I'm honest. No, no, I, I don't think it does. And Art the Clown this time is spotted by the the strange lady who lives in the basement. Um, and she runs upstairs to go and find Mike, uh, the, the bug sprayer, and tell him what she's seen. Uh, she tells Mike, and Mike basically basically goes, leave me alone, crazy lady. Which, to be fair to Mike, I think I would as well. Yeah. And to be honest, with Mike as well, I don't think I would feel comfortable working in that place that, that late on the night. No. I don't understand why you can't do that during the day, because clearly nobody lives in this building. Yeah, uh, unless unless he gets paid more for a night shift. Uh, if he's on time and a half, of course. Yeah, maybe he's gone and surveyed it and gone, oh, I can't do this during the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, when she's not getting anywhere with Mike, she has a, a terrible realisation that she's left her baby doll downstairs and she rushes back downstairs to to save her, her baby, which is a doll. Uh, shortly, literally seconds after this, smashes Mike on the forehead with a claw hammer, which yes. was brutal. Yeah, I felt it as soon as he'd done it. I mean, I use a hammer all day long, and I know the sort of level of force that I can wield with that hammer. As soon as it hit him on the head, I was like, oh. <laughs> I, I, physically, I physically felt it as it was happening. <laughs> um, the old lady, the old lady, the, the strange lady finds Art the Clown downstairs shortly after this, uh, holding her, her baby. Uh, and she pleads with Art not to, not to hurt the baby. And she kind of, there's this moment where she gives Art a cuddle and Art sucks his thumb. And at this point, I was like, no, I'm out. I'm going to be completely honest with you now. If I didn't have to watch this again, the purpose of of this episode, I think this is a point I would have turned this film off. I've seen it once already. And and at this point, I was sat there, I was like, this is an effort now. I'm really struggling to sort of push through this. And if I didn't have to do it for the show, I think I would have turned it off. Yeah, I mean, that was... They can't. You can't have both. You can't have the most sadistic, nasty killer you've ever put on screen, and then have him getting a cuddle and sucking his thumb the next second. No. It just it didn't work for me at all. No. Vicky's now in the big building, um, so this is Tara's sister, and she's searching for Tara and Dawn. Instead, she finds the um, the strange lady um, who is now missing her scalp and her chest scary, uh, chest skin. So she's effectively been filleted. Yes. Um, Mark, I'm going to let you take this um, this next bit. So she's confronted <laughs> by Art, and over to you. <laughs> well, 
I don't, this was very uncomfortable, very uncomfortable for me because it, I just didn't get it. I didn't understand the whole purpose of this this section. So he he follows this woman. He is then seen walking around with what can only be assumed is testicles between his legs, pretending to be Buffalo Bill, if you will, and and chasing Tara's sister around this complex. And it's yeah. so odd. And he creepily walks up to the cupboard that she is hiding in and like does a weird dance sort of seductive. Yeah. So he's wearing the scalp, so he's got the, the lady's hair, and yeah. he's wearing her skinned chest, so he's got her breasts. It, it's very, very, very I odd. mean, he is completely naked as well at this point. It's uh, not yeah. like he's in his clown costume and he's got this over the top. He is he is naked, barring his facial prosthetics, and he's wearing this woman's wig. And yeah. he has his knackers between his legs, and he's <laughs> yeah. seductively walking around it's odd it's very odd it's very strange the only thing i could think is maybe his polygester got itchy <laughs> <laughs> um so vicky goes and hides in a cupboard art finds her immediately because she chose the worst place to hide she literally ran away from art in a straight line and hid in the first cupboard that was right in front of her yes. it's a terrible hiding place as art's about to to get in there after he's done his weird kinky dance um, he disappears, uh, and that's because he's heard Mike's friend has arrived. So Mike, before he got clonked on the head, made a phone call to his mate to come and basically there's a strange lady here. Come and give me a hand to do this job. I don't want to be here on my own was kind of the gist of it. And he's managed to get in. And I was like, ah, oh, OK, we're going to have a, a new character come in. And in my head, I thought this is the guy who's going to start sorting things out. He lasted about 18 seconds. Yeah, and again, this is when I started to come back on board again. I liked, I liked how it, he was just eliminated so quickly because it does build it up like he's going to be the saving grace of the film and he's going to come in and rescue Tara and then immediately come through the door and it's night-night. <laughs> and th- this kill was good and the end of this kill actually made me laugh out loud. So Art decapitates his head, um, hacks all the way through it and then he kind of wrenches it off with his hands and drops it on the floor. Um, he then Diego Maradona kicks it across the across the, <laughs> the the basement, which I could, it got a laugh out of me. I don't think that's what they what they intended, but that's what it I got. don't think so either. But yeah, it was quite um, it was quite a silly moment. Vicky is still in the cupboard. Why she's still in the cupboard after he's gone, I don't know. But she's still in the cupboard and she starts sneaking out and she sees Art the clown riding around on a tricycle. I wanted to ask you, did Art put the tricycle in the bin bag? What is your obsession with these super strong bin bags? <laughs> uh, the super strong bin bag and the fact that I didn't see him put a tricycle in there. I'm assuming there wasn't a tricycle in the rundown building. I just want to know where he got it. I, I this was not something that crossed my mind at all. <laughs> <in this thing. laughs> um, but she tries to escape, and Art the Cloud attacks her with the um, with a roller cling film, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and she does. I don't get this right. Every time you see this in a film, whether they get a bag over the face or whether they get the mouth wrapped in clean, why? And they have the hands free. It's not like he's like got her hands tied behind her back or anything. Why does she not immediately just stick a finger in her mouth and rip the hole? Yeah, she does that, but it takes her a good... She, she's on the point of death before she goes, oh, yeah. maybe, maybe if I rip a hole in this thin, clean <laughs> film, I might be okay. <laughs> she scrambles away on the floor and picks up a, a rusty nail and stab stabs Art in the foot. Art makes the motion that he's going to scream and doesn't scream. And at that point, I liked that. I thought that was great. 
that he, he yeah, should do well. this big like ah, but he didn't. He just kind of made the face that he was screaming. <laughs> um, but her screams, yeah, 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 her screams wake up Mike. So I, I don't think Mike would have got up from that hammer, but he does. Um, there is no way Mike was getting up from that hammer. He was he was done immediately after that blow. <laughs> Yeah, um, so Mike is making his way downstairs. Uh, Tara's making her way upstairs and she goes past... Um, sorry, Vicky's making her way back upstairs and she goes past Tara's corpse, which is now... This looked awful. This yeah. genuinely looks shit. I mean, I'm championing the practical effects in this film, but this, it looked like a sex doll tied to a chair. Like <laughs> a, a, shitty, a shitty, thick, blow-up sex doll like you'd find on a comedy sketch. It, it looked bad. <laughs> Uh, and again, she's got a sign that says circus and some fairy lights tied around her. Yeah. Again, did they come in the bin bag? The bin bag carry. Is it like, <laughs> is it, is, is Art the Clown's bin bag like Mary Poppins bag? It's a little like a wizard's pocket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Art catches her um, and uses one of the most sadistic weapons I've ever seen. Uh, it's a, a chain. And on the end of the chain is five more chains that have got scissors and scalpels and knives tied to it and he basically whips her with it and it's it's awful to watch yeah yeah it's um, not nice it's uncomfortable isn't it the way she takes <laughs> she very, takes a bit of a lashing from it doesn't she very very uncomfortable um but mike arrives to the rescue and decks out the clown um and then they escape to a back room to call the police yeah um, and again mike knocks Art down to the floor and at this point I would have either decapitated him or smashed his skull in but they don't they choose to walk away yeah um, but they get into this back room uh, that they call the police the police are now on their way they decide to leave the safe locked room again really poor choice why why? yeah yeah I mean the writing is certainly not the strongest element of this film no no it's not Um, but they they try to leave um, and as they're trying to leave they literally get down to the front door um, and Art the kill Art the clown kills Mike by bashing him on the back of the head and then stamping his head into mush. What did you think to this one? I didn't like this. I thought it looked okay, but okay at best. It, it looked like a melon had been had a rubber face on it and been trodden on it. That's what it looked yeah. like. Yeah, I didn't mind it, but I, I can see where you're coming from. In comparison to some of the earlier stuff in the pizzeria, this was quite poor, I thought. Yeah, th- th- this is where I would say the money's running out. Yeah, I think if they film this in sequence, you certainly sort of seem to notice a drop-off at the end, I'd have said. Yeah, um, Vicky escapes to a nearby, the only way I could drive it is a shed, and she kind of wiggles her way through this door, and then Art the Clown tries to struggle to get through this door. He could have walked through that door quite easily but he struggled to get in yeah i mean um, he is the skinniest man on the planet there he could definitely fit through that gap yeah he's he's no he's no bigger than the vicky he could have quite easily got in there but he, he didn't the police arrive just as art the clown drives a pickup truck through the shed door mowing down vicky by the time the police get in there art is eating her face <laughs> yeah the police <laughs> tell him to freeze and all the rest of it and uh, and he does call cut- hannibal lecter yeah, he is. And then he stands up and does like this kind of like, mime freeze with a big smile and then shoots himself in the head. Yeah. And again, at this point, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And and we're now in the closing scenes of this movie. And this is where it got real weird for me. So we've got. Oh, I, wait. I have a feeling here at this point. I feel like <clears throat> the initial idea was that was credit closer. 
Yeah. And then they just because everything that's a... filmed afterward, yeah, it looks like it's filmed in a mate's garage. Yeah, and I think this is where they decided, actually, we think this is going to do okay. We can make another one, but we need to explain how we can make another one. Yes. Um, so Art the Clown is in the coroner's office. The coroner unzips the bag. As he unzips the bag, all the lights start flashing and the clock stops and it does a whole Twilight Zone moment. Um, and Art the Clown wakes up and strangles him. We now get the reveal as Vicky is being taken out of the the hospital recovery ward with her parents. Um, oh, yeah, apologies. I do, yeah. So I feel like the coroner scene was inserted, not credit closed. Yeah. I feel like it, we still had the continuation with yeah. the Victoria's story, but I feel like they've, they've wrapped it all up as a big arc and then thought, oh, actually, no. And then I yeah. feel like they've inserted that afterwards, it's just later on, just so they can try and keep it going. Yeah, I, I think they have as well, because it doesn't feel natural. No, it feels very different in terms of aesthetics and filming and cinematography. Everything just about it feels like a tack on. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, so they, Vicky's in the, the wheelchair facing away from camera and they spin around and you see her face. Uh, and she's the Muppet from the beginning who attacked the reporter. This is my point from earlier then. This brings us back close circle. So the beginning, we see the news reporter, we see everything happen and we see Art. But we see Art watching this interview. You yeah. see at the beginning that Art is watching his interview. Yeah. So this might actually help you out with your bin bag theory. <laughs> <laughs> Art is watching the video of the interview. Yeah. Art then goes off on the story of what has happened. Now. No. Then, no, I, yeah. I don't think he does. So I think, I think this is all, everything you see from the first bit where you see Art the Clown outside, all of that has happened. Before. Before. So the art setting up his bin bag full of tricks is then setting up the terrifier too. Two, yeah. And where he's he's watching the interview, that's the one who got away, and that's why he kicked the screen because he's pissed off. He's going after her. So you think this is him setting up for the seek? So therefore, he didn't have a tricycle in a bin bag all along. Problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad I'm glad we've solved that. <laughs> um, I, personally. I thought this movie was cack, um, but let's see what you think in three-word reviews. We wanted them. You delivered them. It's this week's three-word reviews. From the listeners. This week's three-word reviews. Um, I've split the three-word reviews this week to reflect mine and Mark's feelings on this. So I've got some bad three-word reviews and some good three-word reviews. Um, so the first three-word review comes from Horror Review Girl and Skellington Fan, who you'll all know for being on this show. Um, and they've said, piece of shit. Uh, we've got Let's Talk Horror Channel. Uh, and they've said, sad, degrading shit. Uh, you can see a theme emerging here. I can, um, yeah. And then we've got Good Times Bad Movie Podcast, low budget shit. So I agree with all three of those. Um, here are the good ones. Uh, we've got Tabhoo 99, Work of Art, which I quite like. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Chainsaw Chicken Barbecue, Funniest Clown Ever, and Devil's Reject 617, Ticks Every Box. Yeah, um, I mean, this is very clearly a Marmite film, isn't it? You're either going to extremely love it or you're going to extremely hate it. I don't think there is no middle ground. Um, 
what's your stance? Where do you, where do you lie on the love it or hate situation? I hate it. I think it's absolute garbage. You've got nothing good whatsoever to say about it. You think everything about it is... I, I'll let you know everything. I'm going to do a final wrap-up at the end and I'll, I'll sum up what I think of this and I'm going to give it a score <laughs> and then you can as well. <laughs> um, but before we do that, um, we tried pissing people off with our new feature. Now it's time to see how pissed off you all got in... So there is a lot of love for this movie. Um, and I know that because we got a good response to memes to make you mad. <laughs> uh, so the meme I put up was a meme of Art the Clown in the pizzeria. And the caption said, don't look at me like that, you budget Pennywise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got the um, TWD Horror Obsessions, which is the Walking Dead Horror Obsessions. Uh, they said, Pennywise ain't shit compared to art. Art is a thousand times more scarier and intimidating and more of an icon than Pennywise will ever dream of being. I mean, that is a bold claim. That's a that very... is a very bold claim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, again, though, that depends on which Pennywise you're comparing him to. No, no, it doesn't. They're both. No, it doesn't at all. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) Um, But uh, the Walking Dead horror obsessions obviously really love this film. And there's lots of people who do. And I'm not shitting on you. If you love this film, good for you. I I don't. Mark likes it. But we... (laughs) (laughs) me out for. (laughs) Well, uh, I'm tying you with it. (laughs) Uh, Interfax. It's time to find out what you know about this movie and what we know. It's facts. So our fact from a listener this week is from Where's the Horror Section? Uh, the jack-o'-lantern in the pizzeria. So, you know, you see a, an orange pumpkin sat on the, the side. Um, that wasn't actually there when they filmed it. That is CGI and was added in later. For what purpose? Because this... Oh, yeah, it is a Halloween thing, isn't it? Because they're in fancy dress, of course. The director decided that at no point in it, apart from saying it's Halloween night, did he illustrate it was Halloween? It wasn't until you mentioned the pumpkin that I would have ever, even with the fancy dress, I would have just assumed it was at a fancy dress party. I didn't put the two together that this was Halloween night at all. No, so that that was an attempt to make this more Halloween-y. Yeah, just so people can watch it every year. Yeah, yeah, that, that, <laughs> yeah, exactly. A, a little bit like Halloween Four. Uh, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> uh, into my facts. So this was made on an estimated budget of thirty-five grand, and I won't lie, making this on thirty-five grand, it, it's outstanding. What they produce for that little money is is very, very, very good. Um, the director, uh, Damien Leone, it, it was a special. SFX, special effects makeup artist before he was a director um, and he used this to showcase his work yeah. that that yeah. was his his goal he I don't know if he'd done this to try and get more work and then all of a sudden found himself actually I'm just making my own films now yeah well I mean what you've got with all Hallows Eve is he did he did um there's a section in All Hallows Eve, which is a closing section, which is called Terrifier, coincidentally enough, which is a main focus on Art the Clown. And he also did 
the first section, which is called, I think it's called the Ninth, Ninth Gate of Hell or something like that, which arts in very slightly, but it's not really his story altogether. And I think then he got a third anthology section, which he made after, I think somebody had approached him. Someone's going to kick my ass in the comments after this. But I think somebody had approached him and asked if he wanted to include his section in the anthology, to which he turned around and said, no, 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 I've got other shorts I'll use. Why don't you just let me make the full anthology? So he used his Ninth Gate section and his Terrifier section in the closing act. And then at that point, he made the middle section, which is definitely the weakest of the bunch. Right, um, okay. And then I think after that, he was then approached to then maybe take out further, which is why he came up with Terrifier, the film. Right. Um, whether these have any resemblance or correlation to what, to that, I don't know. I don't know if this is a standalone or if it's a continuation of his character from that or if he's just used the character. I have no idea, and I really don't give a shit either way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but th- that ties us nicely in, because my final fact is Terrifier 2 has finished filming. Uh, it's now in post-production, uh, so the story is going to continue. Um, claims from the director, it is going to be a lot bloodier than this one. Um, and it's going to definitely be over two hours long. Fucking hell. I was done about 40 minutes in on this first one. I don't think I could take two hours in a sequel. I, I, I don't think I could do two hours, and especially not if he amps up the violence, because this is this is too far for me, this film. Yeah, that wasn't really an issue for me. There was things I had I did I didn't like. Like I didn't like the scalping and the transsexual art uh, the clown section, but Overall, I didn't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm very torn. This movie for me, this is average at best. Uh, it, uh, No, it's not even average. The violence and the, the gore is just for violence and gore's sake. The creations of scenes that are in there that do nothing, that are just pointless scenes just to showcase the special effects. Um, it felt cheap. It is cheap. It was a cheap movie to make. It felt cheap. Um, the acting, excluding art and the weird lady downstairs uh, and the guy in the pizzeria, I didn't think any of them were particularly good. The story is poor. Um, it's badly explained. Um, I hated this. It gets a two out of ten from me. That's quite low. That's mm. quite low. But, um... Yeah. I I can understand where you're coming from. And to be honest with you, mine probably is as low as yours. I would maybe stretch it to a three, possibly a three and a half. But that's only because I feel like this film sort of screams out to what I like about is that, budget horror films. Hold on, though, because you don't score out of 10. You score out of five. So is that a three and a half out of five? No, 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 no. <laughs> not at all. If I was to score this out of five, it'd be a two, two and a half. So it's middle of the road. I was just, okay. I was just accommodating to your no, 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 out of ten score chart. Who no. scores things out of ten when you're talking about films? It's weird. It's it's a five out of ten. Yeah, well, five out of 10. <laughs> it's a five out of five. It's yeah, five uh, well, this again, it, it just shows that we're we're different people, um, <laughs> and, and our scores are definitely different because you scored it two and a half out of five, and I've scored it two out of ten. Which I so think would you a one out of five. Ooh. Yeah, very, very low. Um, but our scores don't really 
matter of fuck if I'm being honest, because the listeners score the movies too. Um, the listeners scored this a seven out of ten, which blew my mind. Yeah, that's alarming. Very, 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 very high. Um, and we've created a new feature, which is sound off, um, which we've obviously used on on the um, the Lady Crisis episode as well. Um, sound off is for you to say what you want to say and not be limited to, to three words. So murder victims show evidence of having been partially devoured by their murderers. Let's do your thoughts. As you sound off. A crazy horror fan. It should have been called terrible, not terrifier. This is trash. Um, Desert Bear 3451. Uh, it's good until he chickened out and used the gun. None of the top killers do that. That's one of my main breaks as well. Uh, psychotic Horror, the only movie to destroy the slasher genre. In fact, if you want a headache, go and watch it and give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> if you do want to watch this after I've kicked the life out of it, um, the listeners, have, all the listeners' comments and everything have kicked the life out of it and they scored it 7 out of 10, so... Who knows? Yeah, it's very contradicting, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone seems to be in the comment section, but they've, they've ranked it very highly anyway. Yeah, uh, m- maybe they're just closet fans. They don't want to speak out loud, but they'll score it silently in the in the background. <laughs> um, if you do want to go and watch this, um, in the UK, uh, it's available on Shudder and Virgin Go, or you can rent it everywhere else. Um, in the USA, this is available pretty much everywhere free if you watch it with ads. Um, or you can you could rent it everywhere else. That was Terrifier. Um, I, I think it's clear that we all have conflicting opinions on this. Um, next week, though, we, we I think we're not going to have such conflicting feelings. Uh, we've got Robbie Horror back on the show. Hey, this is Robbie Horror. And, Hail the King. Well, Robbie Horror has got a, a history with being incredibly ruthlessly good with quizzes. Um, and he's going to take on on a quiz and see how he does. Um, I'm very excited to see his take on this. I think I think he's going to do very well. Well, let's see, because I don't think you. I think Broken Spirit is going to break everybody. I've designed yeah. it to break everybody. It's going to you break. Saw how, you saw how well he aced that previous quiz on the last one. You, I, uh, I this, think he might ruin it for you pretty early on, if I'm honest. Th- th- this is very, very true. <laughs> <laughs> um but next week, we'll be looking at Resident Evil, the newest edition of Resident Evil. And I'm really excited for that. We are here for you to get involved. This is your show to run. You can call us, leave us a voicemail, uh, go to yourunpodcast.com, click on record as a voicemail, record us a, a voicemail. It's really that simple. I'll play it on the air. Uh, we've got three word review, facts, sound off, memes to make you mad. You can DM me, you can DM Mark. So I'm at you run podcast. Mark is at MW underscore horror underscore reviews. I'll do it because you forget. I was going to say, I'm glad you remembered. <laughs> <laughs> uh, give us a review on Apple Podcasts if you can. Uh, five stars, preferably. If you, if you hate this, don't give it one star. Just don't listen again. Thanks for, thanks for the listen. Thanks for giving us a try. We don't need your review. If you like it, go <laughs> review it. Five, five stars, please. Uh, same on Spotify. Um, this is a weekly show that me and Mark spend a lot of our time and we put out for, for free. 
we don't charge you for it. We don't hide behind the Patreon wall for certain episodes. You literally get everything for nothing. Um, so if you could spend the two minutes it takes to give us a five-star review, it makes a huge difference to the show. So if you want to help us, that's how to help us. So please, 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 please do that. But failing that, our bank details are in the link in the bio. Donations <laughs> are welcome. <laughs> Yeah, alternative. Say that if you're super, I mean, if you're super rich and you want to pay me and Mark to do this for a living, I will quite happily live behind whatever paywall you want me to. Spotify, if you want an exclusive deal, just send it to me and I'll I'll sign it straight away. (laughs) If the pay is good enough, we'll do this daily. I don't mind. (laughs) Um, That was Terrifier. We'll catch you all next week. Mark, you could you could say goodbye for every for us. Say goodbye. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. See you next week. See you later. Bye-bye. You want to die tonight? Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the You Run Podcast. Don't forget, to get involved in the show, all you need to do is head to our website, yourunpodcast.com. This is not our show. This is your show.